Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here is your host, Mike Dowler. Thank you, Sean, and good evening. From Los Angeles, I'm Mike Dowler, and this is Conversations Radio. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, and please follow us on Instagram. I know you are, and that, of course, is at Conversations Radio. On Twitter, we're at Converse Radio. That's like the shoe without the E, at Converse Radio. And, of course, as well, we are on Facebook at Conversations, the podcast. Don't forget all of our podcasts, our finished podcasts, are on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. You can search Conversations Radio, and voila, there we are. Like what you hear or don't like what you hear, well, drop me a line, uh, conversationspod at gmail.com. A great show tonight, and my co-host, of course, uh, returning co-host, Abby Donnelly. Abby, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you for joining me tonight for this wonderful uh, episode. We really saved this one. Uh, this was a last-minute booking. Tonight's guest is going to be Ava Cantrell, actress, producer, writer, philanthropist. Just amazing. We had scheduled actress Onata April from uh, What Maisie Knew to join us. However, she had a conflict. So we're going to go ahead and reschedule that for later. She does want to come on. And I've got an email from folks as well, by the way. Um, Abby that really like her and wanted to be on so hopefully we'll work that out in the future so thanks to our guest tonight for uh, for joining us and again Abby you're getting very good at this co-host thing ah, thank you <laughs> you were in New York um, partially for fun partially for press on Malibu Rescue so how was that oh it was so much fun um, we saw four Broadway shows a lot of them were new but um, it was just the most amazing time I love Central Park it's beautiful right now like it's this gorgeous green color it's it's so pretty but i i had the most amazing time so what plays did you see i saw oh my gosh i saw the prom which oh. is very good okay i saw beetlejuice which ah. is fantastic now you haven't seen the so movie good. you haven't seen the movie have you beetlejuice i saw it i saw oh. it um before like we were, we knew we were going to new york and i knew i wanted to see beetlejuice because everyone said it was amazing and so we watched the movie, and I love the movie. It's oh, it's so good. I thought it was going to be scary, but it wasn't. It wasn't too bad because I'm usually scared of everything, but it wasn't bad. It was actually it was really really good. Winona Ryder was amazing um, in that, by the way. Oh, she's fantastic. I abs- I I adore her. She's and she's so good. Your favorite scene in Beetlejuice, the movie. What's your favorite scene? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I really like when they get back home from dying. And yes. they think they're still alive. Um, and they just like carry on with the rest of their lives until they see the um, the book. I right. thought that was really cool. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't it... know what the movie was about. So how did it compare to the play? Um, the, the musical is very different. So it still has the same sort of like characters and kind of plot line. But they take it their own kind of direction, which I really, really liked because at first um, I was like watching it and I was like, this isn't like the movie, but um, (laughs) I had to like, I had to like be like, pretend like you haven't seen the movie. Right. And just watch what they're doing. And it was, it was fantastic. It was so amazing. So you saw prom Beetlejuice and what Mm -hmm. else? Two more. Uh, We saw Hades town, which is, Oh, it's phenomenal. It's so good. And then we saw Chicago as well. Chicago. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking Hades Town, a, cheer, a tearjerker. Oh my gosh, sobbing! <laughs> like my mom and I were crying so much. Um, wow. It won Best Musical, and there's obvious reasons why. It's just, it's fantastic, and it's, um, it's such a classic. It will be. I know it will be. I know it's just gonna carry on forever. But it's, um, just everything about it is just. It's so. It's such an interesting story, and everyone's voices and acting skills are just amazing wow. uh it's ugh, it's just so good so you had a blast that's great i did yeah uh new york pizza oh had it twice <sighs> nice so good i think i had it i had it from ray's pizza yeah which was very good um and then i had it there was just this little um store it was like it was called like a dollar pizza yeah and so we went in and we got pizza for a dollar 
and it was really good. So I hear there's no bad pizza. There's no bad pizza in New York. There really isn't bad pizza, but the bagels are also pretty amazing. The ones you get from the street vendors. Yeah. They're so good. Oh, my mom like swears it's the water that makes him so different from uh, L.A., but oh, there's really they're so good. I've heard that before. The water. It's all about the water. Yeah. So. My mom. My mom swears it's the water. So I just kind of have to trust her because <laughs> I've had bagels here and yeah. they're 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 bagels. You know, they're good, but right. you have them in New York and you just can't go back to bagels anywhere else. You should have brought so good. You should have brought some water back with you. Honestly, I should have yeah. and just <laughs> That's a, tested the theory. Exactly. Well, welcome back to California. Again, the beginning of Thank summer, you. you've had a busy, busy, uh, well, last year. Of course, Mal- oh, yeah. Malibu mm-hmm. Rescue is now on Netflix. You play Lizzie. And yep. uh, you're a, a lifeguard in training. And I've got to watch the episodes. I still haven't watched them yet. I, I must admit, I'm sorry, but I, will, I will, promise I will watch. And um, all good. I want to talk to Alexa, though. It's a great show. So uh, congrats on that. We have. Thank you um, so much. You're welcome. We've got a phenomenal guest tonight. I want to thank, by the way, last week's guest. We had Annalise Fisher. Annalise Fisher is uh, known for Pretty Little Liars and also uh, Total Eclipse. She joined us, and our co-host for that was uh, Mackie Elijah from uh, Time Toys. Uh, Nurse Jackie, All My Children, all kinds of stuff. Great podcast. That's episode 47. That one is online and available. Again, on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and the website. If you are an Android user, and there are some out there, um, you can go to Podbean. (laughs) And that's uh, conversationsradio.podbean.com. And they're all there. But the website, really, um, everything's right there for you. There's a podcast uh, section all the podcasts are right there, and it's current. Pretty cool stuff. Tonight's guest, she is a returning guest. Uh, she is, I don't know how to explain. She's just done so much, and she's just so, so talented and a heart of gold. Ava Cattrell is an actress, a writer, a producer, a philanthropist, giving back in a big way to many charities, specifically animal charities, but uh, everything's on the table. So you can see her at the LA Mission on the holidays serving up as well. Just a really cool family. She's from San Diego. Yes, she does surf and does all kinds of stuff. You may have seen her as the antagonist back in uh, 2016 for Lights Out. She played Teen Diana. And Abby, that movie just creeped me out. It was. It was yeah, I, I wanted to support Ava, but I just, I, I couldn't. It's That stuff scares me you, so much. Yeah, you, you've really got a problem with being scared. I think Lights Out I would, really be a, do. would be a great maze at uh, Horror Nights. Really oh, definitely. I imagine? saw the trailer for it and it spooked me out, but it looked fantastic. There's so. an, I think Knott's Berry, not Scary Farm had a thing. Um, it was kind of like an escape room, but it wasn't. They send you into this maze with all these, these flashlights. And the flashlights oh, are no. like, they're like all remote control. And halfway through, they start flickering. No, absolutely <laughs> not. That's, that's freaking me out just thinking about that. Oh, that sounds terrifying. And when I heard about Lights Out, I thought about that as well. So, anyway, I want to go ahead and say hi from San Diego. The one, the only, Ava Cantrell. Ava, good evening. Good evening. How are you? Uh, I'm so great. Thank you for having me on. You're welcome. It's been a long, long time. Uh, and again, thanks for coming on in such short notice because you are extremely busy. <laughs> I've been keeping myself busy. You do. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to pin you down, but it actually worked out perfectly. And when I got the message that said, yeah, we can do it, I almost fell down. So welcome back. You joined us when we were on Next Big Thing Radio. I think uh, twice, once with uh, with us and once with Gene Farber. Yeah, so, yeah, that's right. That was fun. That was fun. And here you are back again, a little older, a little wiser, and a lot more ticks on your resume. And uh, again, welcome back. And you and Abby know each other, I understand. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Abby, I've known you for a while. Um, it's kind of cool. I think everyone in the business is kind of interconnected. And, yeah, uh, very much so. Yeah, like I worked with um, Brianna Eady on Haunted Hathaways, and I know you just worked on um, your awesome new show Malibu with Thank her. Thank you. Yeah, she's oh, she's fantastic. I absolutely love her. Yeah, so it's, it's that's one of the fun things about the business is that like everyone kind of is somehow connected in some way. Even if you like haven't met someone yet, you ha- you know like people they have acted in shows with and stuff like that. So kind of crazy so yeah. you and abby did a commercial together is that right 
Yes. So that's like, mm-hmm. that's way back. How fun was that? I think we played opposing teams, right? We um, did. I think we were both on different debate teams. It was yeah. like a charter cable commercial. Charter cable debate team. Oh, that was so uh, fun. It takes me back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that you... was like, I think that was one of my first jobs. And that's when I met Ava. Yeah. So crazy. And what's cool now is, uh, of course, Abby, you're on, you're on Malibu Rescue, and you know that Ava loves to surf. So oh, there's, I know. If, if there's just, ever, if there's ever so a, many. Ever a problem, you can you, you can rescue her in your set. So you're yeah. You're safe in the San Diego waters. Any sharks down there? Um, I mean, I know there is, and there's been spottings like in the summer. You know, I know that like I go to the beach one day, and then the next day they're like, "Oh my god, shark sighting!" But <laughs> I've never seen one. I hope to not see one. Um, I I mean them no harm, sure. but I'd rather keep my distance. Exactly. <laughs> But there's a lot of other creatures in, like, especially in San Diego. Yeah. There's um, a, oh, God, there's an abundance of um, stingrays Ooh. and horseshoe crabs. And there is dolphins and yeah. a lot of seals. So I do see a lot of those. And jellyfish. Watch out for the jellyfish. Yeah. I, you know sting. what? I used to see them a lot, and I've got stung by jellyfish before. And I haven't seen them in a long time, actually. I don't want to jinx it, though. Like, they knock don't. on wood. <laughs> But you are you are an actress. You're again a surfer. With that, uh, acting, dancing, producing, writing. So are you? I want to say that uh, first you're a an actress. Uh, second you're a producer, a writer, uh, or maybe maybe a second dancer, and then third you're the writer producer. So because it all happened kind of fast for you. But what I've noticed with your career is everything has kind of happened organically. It wasn't rushed. Um, you started way back. How old were you when you first started uh, uh, in the business? I was seven when I started acting. Wow. That's young. It's been like 11 years. I'm 18 now. So. Congrats. That's right. Happy birthday. You just had a birthday. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was just birthday. 19. Outstanding. And again, your early roles, uh, you did obviously commercials. You're well known, of course. Um, most folks know you as Penelope Pritchard on that wonderful show, The Haunted Hathaways. Yeah, that was really fun. I uh, I got to, I was re- reoccurring on there for uh, three years, I think. Wow. And um, it was like one of the most fun experiences I've ever had um, on set. I got to work on the Paramount lot. I played like the brattiest um, character ever, uh, <laughs> crazy doll girl. Um, so it was really fun. I mean, the set was awesome. The... The whole cast and crew was super amazing, super talented. And I mean, I like adored my role. And um, it, it was really cool because I had I had like a lot of fans that came out of that that really liked, they liked to hate my character. Really? But people, but they, but they, most of them could separate me from Penelope Pritchard. So, sure, sure. Um, I mean, as an actor, I love playing um, that really extreme or not nice character i think that's it's uh to me more fun to play something the further from myself that it is the more it excites me and challenges me and, and you played some creepy characters in your time i mean oh, yeah and, and and they've been great of course um most recently um lights out in 2016 the antagonist and as i was uh mentioning to abby yeah it was pretty uh, pretty scary. I, I actually rewatched the trailer for that a couple of days ago, and it all came back. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that movie was like next level spooky, and I I really liked that particular horror movie because, um, like I thought it was like I think it's one of like the greatest horror movies ever, um, because it they really actually didn't do any CGI. Yeah. Um, and it's all really rooted in like um, real true fears that we all have. That we're right. you know we're all afraid of the dark or the unknown of the dark, and that just completely explored on that. And um, I got to play Diana, Teen Diana, and the voice of Diana, and it was it was pretty epic. I filmed on like a abandoned hospital lot. Oh, so, that's terrifying! Oh my god, no, it was like so terrifying, and it was that like that sounds really- so scary. Really, yeah, it was really old, abandoned hospital, like 
we filmed in like a mental the mental ward section. Oh no, 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 no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So it was spooky. It was pretty freaky. And that sure. wonderful makeup that washes off so easy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It just they in the makeup room it just took them like five minutes to take it all off. No, that took me like a good few days few good few days, good few showers. Yeah. yeah. Imagine. Yeah. But again, a, a phenomenal role for you and the movie did very, very well. People liked it. And then also um, One Under the Sun, which was, uh, I guess, kind of an indie film, but did very, very well as well. Did well in the film circuit. Um, just a great, great movie. And the sets were phenomenal on that. They were really cool. They filmed with, um, like, real NASA spacesuits. Jeez. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So I was, like, totally, totally into that. I was, like, in awe. Um, like, watching that and seeing the spacesuits and the space scenes were, like, super epic. My character, unfortunately, stayed on Earth, so I didn't get to go to space. Yeah. But I played a really, a really inspiring character. I played Amelia Boss, and she had terminal cancer. And I played her when I was younger, and the character was pretty young, and she was just like, I think, just like the epitome of like strength and positivity. Like all sure. her strength came from her love. And I really took a lot away from that character, and it was really kind of like an honor to play her, you know? Sure. Probably a lot of research as well you had to do for that. Yeah, like research as an actor um, for like that type of role, it was really, like it took a lot to um, get in that headspace. But you know what, I it took a lot for me to get into that headspace and a lot of a work, but as soon as they put the bald cap on, it was pretty instant. Like, yeah. I could look in the mirror and oh. I wasn't me anymore. I was, I was that character. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You, you I've noticed, and, and Abby, you probably have as well, but Ava, you, the characters you, you portray, you really embrace these roles. I mean, you go in full force and um, it's very, very good. The quality of the performance is, is phenomenal. Um, Thank you so much. And um, I think, I think the best thing about going to see a movie or watching a TV show um, especially when you're when you when you've got heavy content, how can I put this? You, to go in there and forget that who the actress is and really really look at it as a character. Yeah, um, I let that translate to like every area of my acting as well. Like when I was like really young, I would have to like if I wanted to cry on cue, I would have to like think about my the day my bunny died or oh. like stuff like that. And you know that worked, and that was super sad. But like now, now I can't do it any other way than just like completely embodying the character and feeling every emotion that my character feels. See, That's now, the only way it works. Now for me, I would think about the, the creepy Easter bunnies. That would make me cry. <laughs> Those pictures of the, cre the creepy Easter bunnies. Oh God. Oh, that would do it for sure. <laughs> I mean, some of those are just really bad and, and pretty scary, yeah. but, uh, but I digress. But again, the, the roles and I, I, the reason I mentioned that is because, you know, you go to a movie and you're like, why would they cast this person as this? And then you get totally caught up in it. For example, when I went to see Bohemian Rhapsody, phenomenal. It's probably a bad example, but you know, you, you wonder, is it going to be believable? And within like 10 minutes, you're totally forget that it's an actor and you really think it's yeah. Freddie. You know, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's a sign of a, a really good performance is that when they can, they can draw you in like that. And again, there are, there are movies out there that actors are cast in portraying a, a well-known figure and you don't get it. Once you're watching it, it all makes sense. Abby, yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm just listening to this, and I just I agree with like every single bit of it. Um, I think when you forget that you're watching something and you think you're watching like real life, I think that's that's such an important thing because you're supposed to like when you act, you're supposed to take people like out of their life and bring them into someone else's reality. Um, and I think it's so important. Like when watching Bohemian Rhapsody, I, I fell in love with that world. And like, I really, I, I thought I was there and I thought I was watching his whole life just go yeah. by. And it was, it was, it was amazing. I cried so much during that movie. Oh. I mean, you want to get, you want to get sucked in, you know, that's, that's oh, the, yeah. the, whole, the mm -hmm. whole thing. I totally agree with you. Like, like as an actor too, like when you're acting, your job is to like completely get sucked into that character. And that's how when people's like watching it on the big screen, that's how they get sucked into the movie. Definitely. Yeah. You've, you've done a lot. And again, uh, also you had a recurring character on young Sheldon, 
I love that show. Yeah, I mean that's a phenomenal show. I uh, I I really liked um, my my character too because I I played Molly. I played a drama student, and I got to guest star uh, and reoccur with uh, Jason Alexander. Oh wow! Yeah. And he plays the drama teacher. I play like his star drama student, and it was it was so fun. I mean, and I kind of just was like in awe of him. Um, he likes to improv a lot because oh, yeah. he's just so funny he can. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that was a really cool experience. And well, Young if, Sheldon's a phenomenal show. If you look at Seinfeld, I think a lot of that was probably improv as well. A lot of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've like listened to like a lot of um, like interviews with him and he <laughs> – I think he just – got so talented and especially comfortable in that show that he could just improv more and it really showcased just how talented they are and the whole cast the whole cast of Seinfeld um but he was like always one of our favorites so have you done improv at all yeah I did I did a lot of improv um when I was younger and I've you know kind of kept it up and I think it's a, a super important skill in acting like I think you do a lot of comedy improv but I think that's like important with like all areas of acting sure is to be able to like not rely on the script to carry you in the scene you know what i mean right like you should be able to carry the scene further on and have it feel real you know what i mean yeah. and that's like kind of what improving is and you're writing now as well yeah. i'm actually doing um crestmore with uh, a really cool uh teen drama with awesomeness tv and viacom um i play one of the main characters and <laughs> Um, I Brandon Stort uh, co-stars with me, and I'm really excited for that one. It's like a teen drama, kind of with some uh, great. What's what's the show called? Um, Will and Grace. Oh yeah. Some oh. Mm-hmm. Elements. Um, yeah. So Brandon's Brandon plays uh, my boyfriend who uh, figures out that he's gay. So it's like our friendship and and that that whole thing. I think I think that's going to be super epic. I'm really excited for that show. Congratulations on that. So you're you're kind of you're kind of moving into the arena here, kind of behind the scenes stuff, writing yeah. um, and producing. And you got a production company as well, is that right? I do, yeah, because I uh, I'm you know making so much of my own stuff now. What I'm doing a lot is I'm directing. Um, that's what I'm starting to explore. I just dip my toes in with like my directorial debut. I directed um, a mockumentary called Detention Boys. I see that, and it it was. It's so fun. It's so goofy. So I, I did act in it, but um, I mainly directed. That was my that was my big role, and that was really fun to try. And uh, yeah, definitely would do that again. So you've been on a lot of sets where you've done stuff. So have you taken experiences from that and tried to apply that towards your directing and your writing now? A hundred percent. I uh, I feel like you know I'm mainly an actor, but I feel like in the business a lot of things are interconnected, and I've been acting for pretty big part of my life right like i've read so many scripts i've worked with so many directors and so on and so on so i take away from that um learning and i kind of already have a little bit of a clue of what i'm doing um but i'm also trying it for the first time so yeah the sky's the limit for you now on this because again you've got a bunch of projects out the writing and producing what a different dynamic for you because now you're creating content. There are so many options that way. And, of course, the way things are delivered now digitally, just so many opportunities for you. For sure. I love that aspect. But, you know, that was a pretty recent change in the business that, like, all these streaming services and online services and, like, even YouTube having, like, legit shows on there um, is, like, super – it's a super great opportunity for – for actors you know it's really cool right. and um super accessible for people to watch that stuff but like sure. i think that I- i'm taking advantage of how accessible it is for me to make my own content and i think that's very recent too because when we had you on in 2016 netflix and amazon and those things existed but i don't think it's like it is now i think it's even it's even more more so a thing oh for sure like even netflix then i mean they probably were like already working on stuff but, but i don't know how many original shows and movies they had and now they're just like popping them out and they're good yeah really good now did you watch the umbrella academy oh my god i did i love that show oh it's so good is it oh you watched abby you watched it great 
Oh, you... I, I binged it, and then I made my dad watch it, and I made my best friend watch it, too. Yeah. It's really good. They're they're currently filming season two right now in, up, in, up in Toronto. And, you know, we had T.J. McGibbon, who played uh, young number seven, young Vanya. She played the young uh, Ellen Page character. But really just a great, great series. Again, an original. And that series, this is how real it's getting, that series catapulted Netflix, Netflix to the top, beating out many other services like HBO and Showtime and other streaming services. They are number one. It was amazing. Season two is very promising as well. They're creating these original shows. And Ava, there's plenty of room for, for you and other artists and writers to create content. I think this is the new the, the new game, really, in Hollywood. It's just, you know, yeah. it's just write, 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 and you throw stuff up. I mean, Abby, you went through it as well. I mean, you, you guys did, Emma, you did Just Add Magic. That is still airing, and it's, it's dropping in other countries now as well. Yeah, it's... It's going everywhere. It's kind of weird because um, I never did like actual like like channels. Like I never did like CBS or anything like that. So I just kind of grew up on like streaming service shows. Right. So I've never really known. Like I've been I've done guest stars on like on like shows that have been on on like network television, but like I only really know streaming service. Right. I don't know what it's like to be on as like a reoccurring or like even a series regular on like, like a CBS show or uh, an ABC show. So um, it's kind of interesting because I sort of started really like getting into acting when streaming services started. Right. So it's really interesting. It's a really, it's really different because I've heard because of my friends who are on network shows, it's a very different environment and it's kind of like, no one really knew what streaming was when I started. And because it's weird because you just put all the episodes up at once once, and you just hope people like it. But with like network stuff, it's once every once every week. And so it's just kind of it's, it's different. But I think it's it's really great. And I think it's headed in a great direction. And Ava, you obviously, Ava, you agree. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, network television is super great. And there's a lot of shows that are looming on there. But I think that... Um, the streaming service is a big part of the future. So yeah, I'm pretty pumped for that. I think it's, I think it's really cool. I like um, a lot of the stuff coming out as like a consumer and also um, <laughs> someone who wants to be on the shows and someone who's making the shows as well. So yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I got to think that stranger things also kind of took Netflix to a new level. Oh yeah. I mean, definitely. Yeah. that's really the first time I actually heard binge watch. It's when uh, Stranger Things came out. And then, of course, um, a series of unfortunate events, the Lemony Snicket series um, as well. Binge watch that too. So um, you can do that. You can actually call in sick to work. I don't recommend that, obviously. (laughs) They're all day and and binge watch these shows. But it is changing. You're going in a really good direction, Ava. Um, You're creating content. You're doing a lot of stuff that potentially could air on 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 these streaming services. And... Like I said before, this the sky's the limit. Yeah, sky's the limit with this stuff. I'm I'm pretty excited. I think that, you know, it's really cool. A lot of uh, doors are opening with the streaming service. So, yeah, all for it. And a lot of women working in Hollywood now, which is uh, phenomenal as well. I know you're very, very supportive and an advocate of women in film and women, you know, both in front of the camera and behind the camera. This is the way it is. A lot of successful stuff out there right now. Yeah, 100%. I'm a huge advocate for that. And women in in everything. Um, sure. I hope it equals out more, and I hope w- more women get involved. And, you know, with directors and um, stuff like that, I think, I think it's only 7% of directors are female. And it's not like women don't have this talent or this passion or a great eye um, and a great knack for storytelling. I think they're just not getting, you know, these opportunities or the idea of being the director, being a director you know, pushed and, and, um, like given as a real, um, fathomable career for women. So I hope that is slowly changing and that's really exciting for me. So I'm, yeah, a big advocate for that. And you do stay busy and obviously you're involved in so many things, both on the acting front, the philanthropy front as well, but directing and producing, um, that's phenomenal. I love that you're directing as well because you're very, very outgoing. You really know this business. You've been like been doing this for a long time. 
so you know the you know the front of the camera angle. Now you're doing it from behind that angle, behind the camera. Just amazing. That's that's fantastic. It's very inspiring. <laughs> Thank you. I'm really excited to be like you know continuing my acting, but exploring other parts as well. And you're also acting in the movie and the stuff the stuff you're you're creating as well. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't. I it like I want you also try directing maybe like a hundred percent and putting all my energy into that. But, um, as an actor, of course, like if I make a project, I'm passionate about it. Okay. I'm an actor. I want to be part of this too. So yeah. (laughs) What about uh, any stage work? You want to do some stage work? No, no, No. not my thing. (laughs) Not not your thing. I, I, I totally get that. Abby, you'll be directing soon. Probably. I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know. I hope so, but um, I like acting. That's kind of like, I feel like I want to get like really, really good at it um, because I haven't been doing it like as long as Ava's been doing it. Uh, So I definitely, I want to get to that point where I'm comfortable in acting so that I can, I can branch out because I would like to try writing, um, but I'm not the best writer. So, but I have like a lot of ideas that maybe I could just pitch. Thank you. Um, but I'm just, I, I would like to direct. I think that'd be really fun. I, you know what? I think you're a great actor. And I think as actors, like we, we do, we have more experience than we give each, give ourselves credit for. And if you want to try it, like, I think you should, because I felt the same you did last year. I was like, <laughs> that. but, um, you know, if you're great at acting, which you are, it's like, why not? if you want to, you know? Thank you. What inspires you, Ava? What inspires me? I mean, a lot of things, everything. Um, My parents are like my biggest support system. So I feel like they're kind of what inspire me the most, um, like to pursue my career and to act and stuff like that. Um, So I would give them the most credit for my inspiration. you know, whenever I see, like, a movie that I'm really passionate about or, like, that really, like, sparks something in me, that that kind of just gives me, like, a fresh motivation and inspiration and um, just, like, ignites my acting passion, like, a little bit more and makes me really excited that, like, hey, I'm part of that. I make those movies, too, or I get to act and stuff like that, too. You know what I mean? And you are an award-winning actress. And an award-winning dancer as well. Yeah. And I is that in in all genres or primarily primarily ballet or what's your dancing choice? So I started dancing when I was two. I started competitively dancing when I was five, and I did that till I was like twelve or thirteen. And I did mainly um, like contemporary. Um, I did hip hop and jazz and lyrical and. Um, all that kind of, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I definitely did ballet as well. Um, so yeah, that was like my main passion for a while before I, uh, started, started like acting more professionally before I like really got into it. Gotcha. Well, you've got a really good team. You've got phenomenal parents. Your dad has some invention that he created. Let's talk about that. The, um, the, fi- the yeah. in- instant fire thing? What's that about? Yeah, well, I guess I come from a family of entrepreneurs. Yes. Um, and I guess that's how it's kind of bleeding into my branching out in my acting career and being a little more of an entrepreneur. Um, so he got on Shark Tank with his phenomenal product. It's a Radiate Portable Campfire. And it's basically like a campfire in a can. So think like a cookie tin you got to like look this up because it's hard to kind of grasp unless you see it. But um, it's like a cookie tin kind of jar. I mean, kind of a tin. And it has recyclable soy kosher wax. And um, the briquettes in there are uh, like egg carton type of material. So it's like all recyclable, all made in the U.S. And um, it's, it's a really epic product. And the fire, it, it ignites to, like, a full-on bonfire to, like, a good, like, four feet or so. Wow. So <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's really That's fun. Cool. 
and you can roast marshmallows on it. You can camp with it. And uh, yeah, you got to deal with Robert on Shark Tank. There you go. I like wow. that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we were we were so excited when when um, they like created the product. Um, we were like, oh, yeah, you got something really good. Like, this is epic. Did he back him? Yeah, he got Robert. Wow. Yeah. Entrepreneur for, indeed. That's for phenomenal. Sure. That's really cool. It's all happening for the for the Cantrell family. It's just um, that's amazing. You've got some stuff coming up as well. I, I want to say some comic stuff. Too. Yeah. So I um, created a comic with my uh, entrepreneur dad. It's called Amulet of Lilith, and um, it's like my first comic I've ever written. I've always wow. been like a comic book fan and so is my dad and we're like okay we're writing we're doing all this stuff why don't we make a comic because we got a cool idea so um Lilith um was a ballerina a famous ballerina in the 1940s and she's Jewish so she got caught up in uh she ended up in a concentration camp and most of her family got killed and um she got experimented on so all this really terrible stuff happened to her but she escaped so um because of these like superhuman serum that they were experimenting with her, um, she doesn't age. So oh, wow! Into the comic, it's it's. Uh, I like how we <laughs> kind of switch back from the 1940s to present day, and the 1940s are colored in black and white, and then wow. the uh, present day is in color. So um, got like a lot of history in there and uh, culture and stuff like that. So. Now, do you want That's to expand? Really us? awesome. Do you want to expand this into like a, a like a, a, a series? Like a, a... Yeah, we're already working on the second issue, um, but the first issue's out. It's on Comixology and um, Amazon uh, Kindle Online, and um, it's also in like local comic book stores. But Comixology is like the place to get it, so get it there. But um, yeah, we're doing we're planning on doing um, six issues, which is a graphic novel length. And then making a graphic novel and taking it from there. I'm going to follow this because this sounds amazing. Oh, thank you. To think, to think I knew you when, and now look what you're, you, I mean, wow. I mean, you have just, I mean, done so much. I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, it just, I, this is really, really cool. I'm looking at the graphic right now for the cover of Lilith. And, oh, yeah. um, wow. What a powerful, uh, character. Like she a... she is definitely a powerful, uh, strong character. Um, someone that I would love to, someone that I would love to read as a young girl and look up to. And she's, you know, it it is like a superhero comic, but it kind of has like a different element to it where it's really like her own personal story. She's fighting uh, Nazis in the past. She's fighting Nazis in the present. Um, a lot of it is like based on her family. Um, there's a vampire character in there who's like a distant relative of like the, actually, no, sorry, a close relative of the, like the Rothschild family, okay. which has crazy culture around them. So yeah, there's like a lot of interesting kind of unique parts of the comic. Wow. That's amazing. And again, it's a female character, which is really cool. Yeah, so, absolutely. I, yeah. I was like, you know, gotta make a, like a strong, powerful girl. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. You just you see you see a lot of you know you know superheroes and 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 you know and, and aliens and whatnot. Many are male dominated. I mean, I will, I will agree, yeah. but this is uh this is different. This is um definitely um going to inspire. Yeah, that's what I think. I, I love my um Iron Man and and Thor and all these guys. I think they're awesome. Um, sure. But you know, I I really love like I grew up with like Marvel movies and stuff like that. Like they celebrated their 10 year, whatever. And I, I was in the theater watching all those Marvel movies come out and like black widow was like one, there's a few others, but black widow was like the main superhero. And I was just like, yes, black widow. Cause it was like <laughs> someone I could look up to and say, see, she's powerful. Sure. She's fighting with the guys. I can do that too. You know what I mean? New Batwoman show coming out too. Did you see that? See the trailer for that? You know, I didn't, but I'll go oh, check that out. It looks. Oh, good. with Ruby Rose, right? Yes. Yeah, with Ruby Rose, she looks. She looks like she's gonna be totally awesome in that. Yeah. It yeah. Looks it looks. It's gonna be a good one. Again, it's it, it's it's that's the kind of franchise that if you do it wrong, you're just gonna screw it up. And I really think this is gonna be gonna be the thing. I think they're gonna do it right. Yeah. 
you know, no more train wrecks. And of course, you've got uh, a movie coming up, um, Abigail. You haven't shot yet, but that's going to be out in 2020. Yeah. And yeah, Abby. <laughs> Abby. Let's yeah. Hope. And you're playing yeah. you're playing the title character as well. I'm playing Abigail. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you, yeah. She, so it's, she's not it's playing really... she's not playing Abby Donnelly. There you go. No. It's um, not, it's not your autobiography. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> it's not. Darn. Um, no, I'm. It's actually set in the seventies. So before we're both born. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's set in the seventies. It's a uh, really kind of fun, uh, freaky thriller uh, movie. Um, people kind of say that it's kind of like a Bonnie and Clyde type of teenage story. Sure. Me seeing more of the uh, Clyde character, like the uh, ringleader of chaos or whatever, <laughs> the killer. So I, I'm really excited for my character. She's uh, totally out there and like, just kind of like as an actor eating it, eating the script up, script up. So. Any favorite superheroes, Abby? Oh my gosh, there's so many. I love them all. I think, well, Thor Ragnarok's like one of. It's just such a good movie. So probably Thor. Um, that's like the Marvel like Avengers universe, I think. But like branching out to like X Men, uh, I think it would have to be like Rogue or Jean Grey, and then Fantastic Four. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know. There's there's like so many, but. It's, it's difficult because I really want to play a superhero. Like, Ava, that's, like, the yes. one thing I want to do. Yes. Um, but all the redhead characters that are in the X-Men and, like, uh, like the X-Men and the Fantastic Four movies, like, those always do really bad at box offices. <laughs> and, like, Break Black that. Widows, I'm like, I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> you, could be, you could be the game changer on this. You know, I okay. really hope so yeah. because I think – I think those movies have like, there's so much potential for them, and then nothing ever happens with them. So I don't know. I gotta agree with you, Abby. Uh, Thor Ragnarok is my number one. That oh, is it's so funny. Such a funny, good movie. It's what Marvel does really well, like bring in like the goof and the fun. Oh yeah, definitely. I think Seriously. it was like the perfect blend. Yeah. I think um, the first time I watched it, I was camping, and I like. I downloaded it on my computer and my friends and I were like laughing till like 1 a.m. It was, it's so funny. Are you fans of um, Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. Is it just me or did anybody else, yes. cry, anybody else, anybody else cry at the end of that movie? When the, the second one or the first one? The first one when the Cat Stevens song is, is playing? Yes. Oh my God. I did. I mean, I, I think I cried in the, I mean, I was emotional in the first one, but the second one, um, really got me the ending one was rough that cat stevens yeah. song i mean it's like you know it's such a story and i'm sitting at work and i work at universal studios as you know and i'm, I'm watching it and i'm going like why am i crying it's just <laughs> it's, it was <laughs> so good they couldn't have picked a, be- a, a better song for that you know when they oh. pick a great song i oh. think that that's one of the things that like guardians of the galaxy like with it being with him having the whole uh, time period kind of element with his music is right. like such a great thing to pull in. Yeah, like perfect. in the second one, um, when they start playing, um, oh my God, no, the if you don't love me now, <laughs> that, yeah. that song. Oh, oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? When, yeah, I know, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you killed my mom and you broke my Walkman. And it's like a power moment. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so good. It's so good. And that's something what we want to pull in with Abigail. We want um, yes. some good Japanese music. I agree. Well, we, yeah. we're, we're going to do this for you, Abby. This may be a defining moment for you, your career. <laughs> and one more thing, and again, not a super, superhero, but Breaking Bad. If you guys watched the last episode of Breaking Bad, the last, the final one, the song they picked was just like, I mean, perfect. You couldn't have, you couldn't have written that better. You know, there are, there are those scenes in, in films and TV shows, and you're like, this is it. There's no other way you can do it. It's, it's perfect, you know. Um, it's, um, yeah, just some wonderful, wonderful content out there. You are on the forefront. The uh, world is your oyster, so to speak, Ava. And um, big things, uh, your successes will be many. I'm, I'm very, very sure of that. And Thank looking, you so much. Looking forward to Abigail as well. I know you are involved in a number of, of charities you give 
selflessly. I mean, it's it's amazing. So go ahead and mention some of your charities that you want to talk about. Yeah, um, Paw Works. I'm really passionate about Paw Works. I'm their uh, celebrity ambassador, and um, I'm a huge dog person. Um, we we have fostered and rescued ourselves, me and my family, and I'm super super happy to be working with Paw Works. I think that they do a fantastic job with spreading awareness and putting in the work with rescue. We're going to have like a really fun event coming up um, called Pups and S'mores, bringing in the Radiate Portable Campfire. Oh. And, um, you know, I, I love what they do. They they bring like a really positive take on rescuing. And they have like, you can have, um, what do they call Like sleepover Saturdays, I think. And you can basically like have a little sleepover with a dog that you maybe want to adopt. Cool. So it's good for you and it's good for the dog. And I think that they just do the rescue thing right so super happy to be working and with did them. you catch it abby positive oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah I'm, I'm one for the puns there you go perfect and you did some stuff with some wolves as well that was pretty cool yeah um wolves are pretty awesome uh i'm also <laughs> the celebrity ambassador for uh, project wild song and um i'm big on conservation as well and project wild song also does a great job because they kind of fix like the root of the problem with people's people's take on wolves. They right. see them as um, scary creatures that, you know, we don't need that um, are not welcome, I guess. Sure. And with their ambassador wolves and coyotes now, um, they connect people to the wolves and they see that they're true, their true nature. And it helps spark that, that love of the wild, wild wolf. So, so yeah, I, th- I love them. Well. I think it's important to spread the message about conservation about what's out there and wildlife. And I think to try to foster an understanding because there's just so much bad information out there. We've got to really be careful um, because uh, the balance is very, very, very delicate. And um, and it's, I love people of celebrity that, that use celebrity for good. And and that's what you're doing. And it's uh, just amazing. So thank you for that. That speaks volumes and send me those links and I'll put them on the website as well. Because I want yeah, folks to uh, to dig deep and help out. And uh, when's the when is your event, by the way? Pops and s'mores. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we have a locked date yet, but it should be uh, coming up pretty soon. Let me know. I'll, and I'll get the word out on that. That's pretty pretty cool. And that'll be down probably in the San Diego area. Uh, no, I think we'll be up in LA because oh, cool. uh, our rescue is up in LA. So yeah. Okay, so uh, on, on the surfing front, then we got to run because I know we're getting late here. Um, Best, uh, best best places to surf, uh, L.A. or San Diego? Uh, San Diego, duh. We got Black, <laughs> we got Cardiff, we got Del Mar. Come on. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Abby... there's Malibu and there's uh, – there's uh, God, what are the other places? Um, I'm, but, you know, they have okay surf. They have great, sure. um, like, L.A. surf uh, vibes there. Right. Very, like, um, culture there, but, like – San Diego's the root of. I mean, have you heard uh, the Beach Boys surfing the USA song? Sure. It's like naming all the San Diego beaches. Oh wow, <laughs> that's right. You're right. Um, yeah. yeah so I, I do love my San Diego beaches. Abby, do you surf? No. No, you know I wasn't a big water person until Malibu Rescue made me be a water person. So um, no, <laughs> I think I'm I'm too like scared. My uh, I'm very clumsy, so I don't think my coordination would be too good on the on the surf surfing side. I'm be, sure you're a great lifeguard. You could do it. You could do <laughs> Thank it. Thank you. I'm very good at pretending to be one. <laughs> and Ava, are you the, are you the lone surfer in the family? No, no, my dad. Um, I mean, I think my mom my mom surfed um as well. Um, me and my dad, he took me out of surf, and he surfs um a lot with me to this day. That's amazing. Um, we have a, like a lot of boards in our garage. Uh, yeah, we're a we're wow. a beach family. That's for sure. normal. Fantastic. This is amazing. How do they find you online? Uh, Instagram, Ava Cantrell. That's kind of like my main platform. I got a Twitter. It's the Ava Cantrell, and I'm, I'm pretty much everywhere else too. It's Ava Cantrell. Alrighty, Abby. Of course, you've got stuff going on as well. Malibu Rescue is in full swing. And where do they find you online? You can find me on Twitter. Don't use that much, but it's there. It's it's Abby Donnelly. And then my Instagram, which I use a lot more, is Abigail.Donnelly. And links to those on our website as well. So uh, 
uh, look her up and say hello. And uh, what a great show. Phenomenal. Um, Ava, you're going to be back on again, hopefully. I would love to. Maybe not. So maybe 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 sooner than four years, because it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, maybe when uh, Abigail comes out. <laughs> yes, <then> definitely. <laughs> I think. I, yeah. I what I've noticed is on this show is uh, usually March and April, kind of busy, and then once May hits, everybody's available for stuff. And um, I think for you, um, we're gonna have a lot to talk about next time, because every time I turn around, you're doing something else. Um, make sure you allow for. Quality Ava time too. I do. I, yeah. I get a lot of surf time in. <laughs> good, very good. Ava, thank you so much. Ava Cantrell, thank uh, you. actress, writer, producer, content creator, and a heck of a surfer. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Mike. And thank you, Abby. It was great to talk to you guys. And Abby, another yeah, you too. another show in the can. Again, uh, uh, great job co-hosting. Appreciate what you do for the show too. Again, of catch Abby, Abby Donnelly is on Netflix in the original series, Malibu Rescue. And, of course, you can find episodes of Just That Magic. And, again, she's Darby. And on, on Malibu Rescue, you're Lizzie. So very, very cool. Great shows out there. And, of course, uh, um, a phenomenal resume. Both of you guys have done so much. So a lot of content out there. Check it all out. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you. A great show. And more podcasts on the way. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. This is Conversations Radio. So long. Mm-hmm.